Hello everybody, welcome back again to Shuffle Bloody Shuffle, um, where we bring you nothing but the, the best or the worst from the decade's offering of different metal things. Yeah, that went bad. I thought I'd try and get a bit more professional at the start. <laughs> I didn't really I think, think what I was going to say. The ending of it, we, you, it sounded good at the beginning, but I think like the ending, did you struggle think, towards the end? Well, yeah, I, did, I didn't really have anything in mind, and I, I kind of thought... <laughs> no, you did well, though. But I, think <laughs> yeah. you out, I think you just sort of ran out of steam, just as like you got to the end and forgot, but maybe forgot where I think we that's were. A little, I think that's a little bit um, kind of perfect for our take on this podcast. Yeah, it can't, just, it, 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 I don't think it, ever, it could ever be too professional, could it? N- no. Maybe, maybe by season four or something. Yeah, and if it's not, then we've yeah. failed, probably. Or it's sort of lack <laughs> of effort. Yeah. All right. We have heavy metal to discuss, and we are talking about... Well, last week we, we drew, obviously, two albums randomly, and we got gifted um, two pretty massive albums. Um, one by a little-known band called Guns N' Roses. Yep. And the Which other... Which I really contradicted myself over. You Oh, okay. Look, no, because I was like, oh, God, I don't like them. And then, sort of five seconds later, said that I was... In love with uh, Appetite <laughs> Disruption. Well, we'll talk about that when we talk about them. And we also okay. got Ozzy Osbourne. Um, no More Tears. No More Tears, thanks. I was trying to think what the hell... Was it? I was thinking, was it, isn't my mum coming home? No, No More Tears. Um, yes, so those two albums. Now, normally we cover which... We start on the album which came out first. Um, however, these albums came out on the exact same day. Really? Yeah. 17th of September, 1991. No. Yeah. What, what, wait a minute. What, what label was Usual Illusion on? Like, what are the odds of that? Out of well, the whole must, decade? They, they must have known. And I think Usual Illusion was Geffen Records. Yeah, I think you might be right. You might be right. And, uh, and well, no, no. Oh, wait, that's the studio. So they, um, they recorded at the same studio. Well, as, as Aussie. Well, it looks like it, because under Usual Illusion, they've got A&M in Hollywood. And yeah. uh, Aussie's got A&M as well. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, well, um, yeah, Aussie came out on um, Epic. Epic Records. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's up to you now which one you, you, what, what you want to start with. Um, should we go... Oh, I don't know. Do you want to... Should we, should we start with Guns N' Roses? Yeah, I'm up for that. Yeah? So, yeah. Um, all right, so Guns N' Roses, Lose Your, Use Your Illusion. Is this their... It's not their second album, is it? Or is it? Is it their second full length? Uh, Use Your Illusion 1 was their third studio album, but it came out the same day as Use Your Illusion 2, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's Which interesting, is... isn't it? Which means they... I mean, yeah. how long's Use Your Illusion 2? Because this, this album's... Yeah, it's about the same sort of length. So That's an, crazy. Hour, about an hour, and, an hour and fifteen. So, so they're basically all... just releasing two and a half hours worth. Yeah, of so music. It was, I'm guessing it was from the same the same studio sessions, right? Mm-hmm. The hell? That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, that, um, is, that is. Yeah. Well, okay. Were you ever into GNR prior to this uh, deep dive? Uh, do you know what? As as I said last week, I did I did own and like Appetite for Destruction, but yeah. I, c- I just I couldn't really get into them as a band overall. Yeah, 
I, I'm, I, I never really even tried, but I just knew that they weren't really up my street growing Not up. Not really your thing? No. I think, I think we kind of missed that boat a little bit. I do think, right, if you, they're, 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 they're a band I would associate with youth, and it's like if you were into them yeah. when you were young, that's, that's the time. I don't, I don't think you're going to get into them later in life if, you, if you're not already. No, exactly. Like they're very. It, to me, it paints up a very um, a proper '90s image, especially with Terminator Two. That just comes straight into my yeah. mind. Yeah. Um, and it, it's very. I, I imagine if you were really into him at the time, it must have been pretty crazy because they. Were, I mean, they were massive, right? They were like they biggest were huge, band on the planet. Yeah, and were they? They had like um, they had a rivalry kind of thing with Nirvana, didn't they? Because they were both sort of two massive bands at the same time you know in kind of you know rock but going off in different ways and sort of nirvana being kind of the the sort of antithesis of guns and roses weren't they in a sense yeah i didn't i don't know i didn't really pay much when i was that age i didn't really pay much attention to sort of uh inter band beef no i mean you know i we, we were both too young for this anyway weren't we yeah, I, I wonder if um, if they ever actually had any fisticuffs or any. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine getting a bit tasty. Yeah, I mean Axel is is a he's quite a hateable dude, isn't he? He is. Yeah, and, and do you remember like um, do you remember that sort of famous footage from them back sort of back in the day when he? I don't know why he did it, but he stage dived and sort of punched punched someone in the audience. Oh God. Robin told me this story right that she read in I think it was Slash's book. Or, or it might have been Axel, I don't know. But apparently, um, he was he was in the car with Axel was in the car with Slash and Slash's mum, and he said something that offended Slash's mum, and Slash asked him to apologise, and because he he didn't want to apologise, I didn't sort of really know how, so he just sort of opened the door and rolled out of the moving car. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Which I don't know whether that sort of sums him up as a man. And then wrote a song about it, Back Off Bitch. But yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Back off, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think he meant women with that one or just sort of, you know? Well, I, I was thinking about that because bitch was a pretty highly used word in the 90s. I know. Um, so you I have could, a feeling... You couldn't that... really do it these days, could you, as a, as a rock no. band? No. No, it's very, it's, it's, it's definitely not, not, it hasn't got the same kind of meaning as it had back then. But I think, no. like, I think he's probably talking about a guy. I can assume. I'm That's why I was, that, I did think that. I did think that. Um, did you, did you watch them at Glastonbury? I saw, um, I saw one song. I saw, I think it was their last song that they did. Oh, um, right. Wait, was that, was that, was, was that um, Paradise City? Yes, I think it was where Dave Grohl came out, right? Yeah, he for did. some for some yeah. unknown reason to play the eighth guitar. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Well, he, he loves getting involved, doesn't he? He does. He's always um, going to get involved if he, if he's there. If he can, yeah, they'll let him. Do you, do you think there. that's a little bit annoying? It's like stay in your lane. Yeah, I do. Dave Grohl seems like you know you can't you can't really slag him off, can you? But no, you can't. He's he seems like a really like likable dude. I know, but, I know, but he just he he does turn up a bit too much. Yeah, like one or two appearances minimum. I think he I think he came out for like three different bands at Glastonbury. Did he? I think so. Who else? Well, Foo Fighters, obviously. Foo Fighters, yep. 
Uh, I'm not sure. Someone was telling me, and then they, someone was saying they they were sure he was going to do drums for Queens of the Stone Age, but I, I didn't think they would because they have right. like a serious drummer now. How many um, how many bands do you think he tried to come out for that said no? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you're right there, Dave. Probably everyone yeah. on the main stage just sort of waiting, waiting all, in the wings. Yeah. yeah. Elton, uh, it, can, can I reckon, he, probably, he probably would have asked Elton. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but, fuck off. <laughs> Why don't you fuck off? <laughs> um, yeah. But, all right. Well, no, I was going to ask you. So when when you saw them at Glastonbury, what did you sort of what did you think? Because obviously we've been listening. What to was this. my initial take? Um, yeah. f- my initial thought was like, Jesus, this is bad. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> Jesus, what? <laughs> this is bad. Um, really? Yeah. His his vocals were kind of fried. Yeah. So like he couldn't hit those higher notes as, as he once no, could, no. and and it's weird because he's a, he's a little bit rotund now, and it's just he is, doesn't c- hit the same. I know, I know, and uh, the thing is though, he is. I think he's in his sixties. Yeah. I mean, it, you're yeah. right. You're absolutely yeah. right. But I feel bad. So I'm like, I think for me, they. I saw them playing on there. The sound quality for one thing was terrible. Like I don't know whether it was like that live, but. The recording of it back onto the TV was was awful. Um, right, yeah. And his vocals, yeah, they were really buried, weren't they, in the mix? Like, It was bad. Uh, and it, yeah, and, it, it, and I think the thing is you can't blame them because they, they, they're going to have to dress. They're going to feel that they have to dress anyway, the way that you, they did. Do you think? Ah. <laughs> Do you think? Well, I don't know. Or do, do you think that's just that, that, that's still I, their style? I think that's just still their style, man. Oh god! I mean, it doesn't surprise yeah. me. It doesn't like, look good, does it? Like, like oh, slash. He he looked. He looked like he didn't bad. want to be there for one thing. Yeah, yeah. He looked. He uh, did look like a uh, a melting waxwork, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he looked quite. He was quite expressionless. Yeah. I, didn't, it, it, I actually it, it, didn't see him pull a different different expression. Do, do you know what it felt like that it was um... weekend of Bernie's? Yeah. <laughs> 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 There's someone above in the rafters, like with with strings on his hands. Yeah, like, yeah, it did. It did. It was it was weird. Oh, that sort of combination of like the visual aspect of it and the bad sound quality. I, I see. They, they, me and Robin got in a bit of a, a thing about it because I said. And I think it was the combination of what I was looking at and hearing there and then. Um, yeah. I, I said that I didn't think Guns N' Roses had enough hits to headline Glastonbury. But I do think I'm wrong. And I think it was just what I was watching made me think that. I I hadn't really put it into much thought. But how long is the headline in set at Glastonbury? It's about 90 minutes. It's a, it's a long time. I mean, how many like hit hits did GNR have? I can think of like six. I thought I counted about six or seven. So they would have been playing some filler songs. The, oh, they, yeah, there was loads of songs in there. I, was, I don't know what that is. Do November Rain twice. Well, I mean, that'll take up a good chunk of it. Also, <laughs> yeah, exactly. as well, they, they do a lot of covers. Well, I was going to get in. Maybe, all right, so maybe we dive into the actual record now. Come on then. Um, I, that was one thing. We'll just jump straight into track three, Live and Let Die. Um, which is obviously a James Bond cover. Well, um, so, well, it's a Wings cover. 
Well, yeah, yes, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Which, but to me, that's kind of weird. Well, they did that. Yeah. Do you, do you think? Um, well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, I suppose. I, quite, I, it... I mean, I like, I, I really like the original. And yeah. I, I don't mind, the, 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 the cover's fine as well. It sounds sort of exactly like what it is. It's got, it sounds like Guns N' Roses playing a version of it. Yeah, of course. And, and like, it's, it's a good cover and it's like pretty iconic considering it's a cover. I think the majority of people would probably know that more than the other. I'd say it's at least equal, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but it, it just, yeah. It, I just find it quite weird when bands put like a cover quite prominently in their album. Yeah. But I guess that's, a, that's an issue for covers, not necessarily GNR. Is that, is that um, do you think that's something, is that something that used to happen More often. a while back and doesn't happen as much anymore? I think so. I think you don't so. really get. You don't really get. Do you get bands doing covers as such now? Well, and it, it's just so different now, isn't it? Because big bands, there aren't really many big bands that are doing like that are on that scale. No. So no. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, with this album, I will say on first listen, I hated the majority of it. Yeah. Um, upon second. I enjoyed it a little bit more. I mean, there are some good songs on it. I'll say November Rain is, is probably by far the best song on it. Yeah, and that, and that was the song that I didn't really need to listen to because... Um, We've had it many a time. Oh, God, That's yeah. true, but at the same time, I really enjoyed listening to it when it came on because it was kind of like, oh, I know this one and I'm, yeah. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. So, so it was quite good in that sense. But on the whole, man, I, I really struggled with this. Did you, I don't know about you, but I actually found I probably enjoyed the more mellower tracks on this than the, um, yeah, than the, hard than the heavier ones. ones. Yeah, I, I agree. Because um, a lot of those the, are quite I, throwaway. Do you know what I mean? They are, yeah. I th- well, I think a lot of them are quite throwaway, even the ballady ones. But yeah, I don't know. Like, it all felt a little bit too, I know this sounds stupid and cliche, but it, like, it felt, you know, like the 90s was kind of like rebelling attitude era yeah it felt like they were really pushing that in a lot of their songs like for example right. in perfect in perfect crime i felt like that was like lyrically it was tacky it was just a bit of no, a struggle no i know what you mean it um and i just felt a lot of those songs kind of they were they were almost interchangeable yeah yeah and agreed. i don't know about you but like when november rain ends that should be the album right it, it, I mean, the ending of that song the, with the solo at the end is genuinely incredible, I thought. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the movement with the solo, it's, it's, it has definite, like, closure feel. That's what I mean. Like, I, when you've got a song like that, I, I imagine it probably didn't go at the end because this, the album's so long that they that maybe worried that people would lose interest. Yeah. It's probably, because, I mean, it's... It's probably got to be the end of A side though, right? On vinyl. No, it's the first. It's the first song of side three. Oh, okay. Um, but I, I kept finding when I listened to this album, when I, it would get to the end of November Rain, I'd be like, I'd be like, that feels right to me as an album. And we'll then just turn, in, we'll and, just turn and, it off and, there. And there's another six songs. Yeah, and not only is there another six songs, there's six pretty bad songs. Um, and yeah. Coma, I, I mean, I really didn't enjoy sitting through 10 minutes of that. 
No, I really struggle with that. I think I think I don't. I think it was one of those songs where by the time we got to the end, I thought, "Fucking hell, I can't even remember how it started." Yeah, literally. Um, um, so what we're saying is, if it ended at November Rain, we could probably enjoy it a bit more. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I was a producer, I, I mean, and I mean, obviously this isn't the case because they really they did another sixteen songs or whatever at the same time. Yeah. But I would have I would have scrapped a ton of those and like, you know figured out what the strongest 10 were and just stuck them on there and that'd be the album. Well, I was, I was looking at um, Appetite of Destruction. Yeah. Um, it's by far the better album in terms of, like, hits. Yeah, let, yeah let's, let me, let's have a look at that. So, all right, you've got Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. That opens it up. Um, Paradise City. Yeah, you've got it, It's So Easy as well as a good song. It's So Easy, Sweet Child of Mine. Mr. Brownstone. Night Train. Yeah. Well, look at, I um, mean, when you look at, looking on Wikipedia, right, when, you, when a song's got, like, a link to its own page, yeah, you know that it was either released or it was used on things or, or whatever. Yeah. And most of this album, the songs have got their own Wikipedia page. Yeah. I mean, you just got to look at the play count on, on most of these. And, I mean, Sweet Child of Mine has got 1.5 billion. That's Jesus ridiculous. Christ. It's crazy, isn't it? it well, is look, they, they released five singles, actually technically six singles off of that album. Off, off Appetite? Yeah. One was, a, one was a double, but like, yeah, they, they had six, six of the songs Def- were released. Definitely the better album. But I guess, oh well, that, I mean, had, did you do Use Your Illusion 2? Oh God, no. No, me neither. It's, I, I, don't even, I don't even know what's on it. No. I think... Um, oh, Knocking on Heaven's Door. Yeah. Yeah, another cover. Write <laughs> <laughs> your own song. I know. They then did like a, another, they did a covers album as well. Did they? Of like... Um, was it called The Spaghetti Incident? Ah, yes. Did they, the, they did, yeah, they did one that had like... Was it, was it all like punk covers or something like that? Is that what that was? I remember seeing that artwork as a child and not really knowing what the what fuck it was. it was. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, to, to cut back to that, to that Glastonbury like headline thing, maybe they yeah. do, because I'm looking at Usual Illusion 2 as well and they've got that You Could Be Mine. Was that what was in Terminator, was it, that song? I think it was, you know. And Don't Cry. Yeah, okay. I mean, maybe. Maybe. I'll let you have that one. What, I, mean, um, no, we, we, I think we're in the minority. When you look at like sort of how it was received critically it was a it was a massive success wasn't it yeah it was but i mean how much has that has it held up i guess is the question and that's what what we're kind of i, I guess don't that's think what, so i think, I think if you're a guns and roses fan then then you know it's probably one of their best i'm imagining i mean i mean it's got to be compared to what they what they put out you know in the sort of 2000s and stuff um yeah but i, th- I think if you i think if you're not really big into them um, it, ha- it hasn't held up too great. No, I don't think so. Okay, should we should we move on? Yeah. What are you, you going to give it? Well, I haven't even decided. I was thinking, in, I was thinking in the twos, but but November Rain was 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 really enjoyable. Like I, I really enjoyed it. Twos feel harsh to me. It does. I'm going to give it a three point one. I was going with the three point two. Okay. I'm going 3.2. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, we'll let's move, move on. Let's move on from let's it. Let's move on. So, moving on from that, um, 
this album, Aussie, No More Tears, also came out September 17th, 1991. Crazy. Um, this is Aussie's sixth studio album, uh, solo, that is, obviously not with Black Sabbath. This is, um, this was, a, I, I, I never knew this album, and this was a massive album for him, wasn't it? It, 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 this was considered as like you had the first two, like Blizzard of Oz and um, Die of a Madman. Die of a Madman, and then this. I think this is considered like up there with them. Yeah, um, yeah. This this was like his. Um, yeah, yeah. This was sort of his comeback in that sense, wasn't com- it? Right. Yeah, his comeback exactly. And it's a um, weird. It, it seems a weird time, like ninety one, for him to to make that right because. This was a time when kind of grunge was uh, really t- sort of taken over. Yeah. Um, and then so for Ozzy then to come out and, and have quite, quite a bit of success with this album, it seems quite a weird time for it to happen. I, I guess, but I guess that, that shows that there was still an um, appetite for that for yeah. this kind of... Well, I Do mean, there has to well... be because GNR, GNR came out around the time, so... That's true. Yeah, 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 that's true. I suppose it would be playing for a similar crowd, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, could did, you... Did you... Go on. I was going to say, did you know, but maybe we both obviously read the same thing, that Lemmy wrote a lot of the stuff on this. Yeah, we mentioned it last week. He did um, four songs. Or... He did, he did songs. I'm Coming Home. He wrote the lyrics yep. for that. Desire, Hellraiser, and I Don't Want to Change the World. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. And then obviously Zach Wilde was guitar. Um, I, I don't you know what, when I... Zach Wilde jo- joined. Well, when you... Um... When I listened to it, I didn't even have to. I didn't even have to like look up that it was Zach Wild on guitar. You you can tell, can't you? Well, just the sheer volume of pick squeals that he does. <laughs> yeah, all over. Um, Mama, I'm coming home. There's fucking uh, pinch harmonics everywhere, and it's a fucking ballad. I was gonna. Um, I, I I got tempted to say I might count them all, um, <laughs> but I realised that there is loads. There is Too loads, many. right? I'd say I, like, I, actually I wouldn't say there's too many I, I really enjoyed them I'm not going to lie he's very good at them isn't he yeah do you think he'd marry one if he could <laughs> that's like a, a news of the world headline <laughs> Zach Wild marries Fix Will <laughs> <laughs> then, but there's loads I, re- I was thinking like, on average right there's pro- there was probably about eight per song um, you know 11, 11 songs yeah, it's near, near, nearly a hundred. I wouldn't be surprised if he broke the hundred mark on pick squirrels on this album. Gosh, we should count it one day. So, so yeah, uh, Zach. I, I don't know what. Yeah, like I was saying, I don't know when Zach Wild took over from because it was Randy Rhodes before, wasn't it? Well, let's have a look. So the album he did before, well, that was an EP. Um, right, what's the album before? Was he on that? Yeah, it was. So his first album was the album before, which came out in '88. Okay. Okay, so it was like three three years in between. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, how? All right. Did are you or were you into Aussie prior to this? Yeah, I mean, for me, so, like, so, I, solo, I absolute, solo, not Sabbath. So, uh, yeah, because I um I love Sabbath, and I always kind of think with Aussie, like his solo stuffs like American Aussie, um, yeah, and Sabbath's like sort of English Aussie. Because the the difference in vibe with the solo stuff to what they were doing in Sabbath, it, it's it's like an Americanized version of it, isn't it? That's very true. Yeah, very true. Um, and no, I'm not I'm not really into his solo stuff. I'll be honest. Okay, I I love some of his solo stuff, man. Um, Blizzard of Oz is is 
definitely one one of my favorite uh, of his for sure. Yeah. Um, but I'd never really listened to this album. Obviously, I knew the couple of singles, but never really did this album from start to finish. Um, no. And what did you so think of it? As a I fan? loved it. I, I loved it. Um, I thought it sort of petered off towards the end. It's quite a long album again, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It's um, it's over an hour, isn't it? Yeah. It's too much, man. It's, it, 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 it's Trim too it down. Long. It's a lot of self indulgence, but I mean, it was yeah. the was the late eighties, early nineties, wasn't it? So yeah, to be expected. It's, yeah, uh, man, I loved it as well. I thought it was great. Did, oh, good. I was yeah. I was going to ask, how did you get on with it? Yeah, I know. I I, I really liked it. Um, I thought um, I thought there's some really good songs on there. Some some you know not as much as others, but there was nothing that was particularly low on there. Do you know what I mean? Just some some bits were a little bit fillery compared to others, but yeah, in general, man, it was a good album, a really good album. Yeah, I'd agree. Did you have a did you have like a standout track? Um, wait, which ones did I? Well, I, I wrote down which ones did I like? I I liked. I mean, Mister Tinker Train is a great <laughs> yeah. song with horrendous lyrics. I mean, what was he going for? I'm assuming it's a song about someone and it's not about it's not him being him it's not him trying to lure lure little kids i don't think this that's what ozzy's doing on this one i think he's maybe talking about something or it's referencing something horrendous i i really hope so because it's bad it, it is, is bad. bad and it's annoying because the song the song the like musically and the and like the kind of hooks in the chorus yeah it's are great. really good he he knew how to write a hook man yeah he sure. did he did. Sure. This album's filled with them, isn't it? Yeah, in a big way. Um, I, I loved. I really liked um, the second track on. as well. Uh, what was that? I don't want to change the world. Yeah. Yeah. You know that won a Grammy. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. So that was Which a single, is... right? I don't know. It must have been for it to win a Grammy because it would be under metal performance, I assume. Um, which well, is just do, the song rather than the album. But yeah, that that album, that, uh, that song had a huge like hooky chorus. It was really yeah, great. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mum, um, I'm coming home. I I fucking love that song. It's so yeah, cool. I do. yeah, it's a good um, song. I mean, a ballad with pinch harmonics. I'm I'm sold already. You're in. Um, I'm in. I thought you know that song, Desire. The intro to it, Foo Fighters ripped it off so disgustingly for um, all my life. God, I'm trying to remember it now. It's just literally that one note, that din 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 Oh, yeah, but is it on bass on this one? No, 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 it's guitar. It's exactly the same note, the same pattern. Same really? It just loops for ages. Yeah, it's pretty... Um... Fefty. Um, yeah. No More Tears, that is probably my album highlight. You think? I, I, I loved Hellraiser. Yeah, that's a good song. For me, that was where the uh, it all came together. But that, there was, I remember like a year or two ago they released uh like an animated music video for that song um and lemmy was on it like the vocal like lemmy did a vocal on it oh really yeah because he wrote the song right yeah and it, yeah look it up on youtube after it's actually oh, wait, a really is it, good wait vi- is it a cover no they, they they did a record they did a version of it they did a version of it yeah but on the album it's just aussie yeah but on on this version, it's um, got Lemmy doing the vocal, like the second ver- verse vocal. But um, I, I, you I, should you check it. I bet they sound good together like that. Yeah, man, it's cool. And like the video is a, is really good. It's all animated, and like they're in this bar, and they go into like this arcadey thing, and it's like a whole. Then they get like it's quite spacey. It's, yeah, it's very strange, but really good. It sounds great. I'm gonna watch that. Hey, did yeah. you? Um, I didn't know this until just now that the um, so the Road Warriors. 
know, the wrestling tag team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they were in, when they wrestled in Japan, they used it as their um, entrance music. What, Hellraiser? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. They were called the Hellraisers when they ah, wrestled in Japan. That's cool. You like that? I do like that. I didn't, I, I didn't bother with the bonus tracks, did you? No. <laughs> Again, though, no. do you know why? It's because the last track, Road to Nowhere, has yeah. an end of album feel. And you just thought, why, why, why add more? Well, I, well, I just know that they're gonna they're gonna sound like bonus songs because the way that song ends, it's got it's got this that vibe of like a song that's closing an album. It reminds yeah. me of when I listen to it. It reminds me of you know that like if you saw like an end of tour footage, like sort of montage video. Yeah. Yeah, and you'd have that over the top. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It had yeah. that sort of it had that sort of feel to it. Ending on a high note. Yeah, I just thought it was the right way to end it. It's the same as like it's the same as Paradise City. That felt like the end. But it, it is the right way to like that is the end of it, right? I think the other two are just bonus. They are, yeah, they're but yeah, they're like reissue ones, yeah. So yeah, so that's fair. All in all, a, a good album all round. Yeah, it is a good album, man. It is a good album. It's uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I th- I think if you if you like. I mean, if you're into heavy metal, then definitely, if you, you've probably already heard this album, it's not exactly like we're unearthing anything new here. But if you're not really into it, like into Aussie solo stuff, I reckon just give this one a try because you might, you know, you might, you might enjoy it. It sounds, um, it sounds huge as well, doesn't it? It sounds huge, yeah. Very it's, got, huge. it's got like a decent, for like a kind of a big heavy metal album, it's got a good production that sort of straddles the... Line of polished, nice of pro- polished, polished, yeah, like polished stadium sound, but not like over the top. It's not over the top, no, but it, it does sound, you know, very big, big, yeah. You could, and you could really tell, um, Zach, well, like, like you said, like you can tell it's him sort of playing, he's it. all over it, isn't it's, he? It's got that sound, yeah. It's, I've never really, I haven't really listened to much of his sort of, is it Black Label Society? Is that his band? Yeah, that's right. No, neither have I. He's got a Sabbath. Um, cover band, doesn't he? Zach Sabbath. Is he really? Yeah. I would be surprised if he's ever sort of been in them, sort of as a backup guitarist, and if they ever tried that. But I'm sure he's, he's had his fingers in many Aussies pies, doesn't he? Well, he's is he he's he's doing the Pantera reunion, isn't he? I think so. Yeah. I think it's him. Of course, yeah. Of course, it's him. He loves yeah. it. He's, he's the equivalent of Dave Grohl trying to get. He, on. He's a bit of a Dave Grohl. In fact, I, I I bet him and Dave Grohl have done something together. Probably. Should have a look. Yeah, Google Dave that. Grohl, Zach, Zach Wilds. Let's have a look. Although they had a spat, apparently. <laughs> I'm going to be on his album. No. Yeah, exactly. That's who it was. I'm like, going to yeah. be on it. Stop turning up on things. <laughs> I was supposed to be on that one. <laughs> what, um, what a 90s spat. Yeah, something like that. Um, all right, should we should we should we score this then? I don't even Let's, know what to give it to be honest. Have you got have you got a score in mind? Well, I've got I I wrote down like a range. So my range is between three point eight to four point one. Wow. Um, I'm willing to give it a four. I was going to give it. I'm giving it a three point nine. Okay. Which I know yeah. it's I know I know I've only been like point one out of you on both scores, which makes makes mine look really lazy. Yeah, but it's, I guess, I mean, it does. Um, but I think 
I think we're in, a, in an agreement with both of these <laughs> yeah. albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Okay, well, nice. Um, that's that, isn't it? Yeah, two, that's, that's heavy metal out of the way. That's heavy metal out of the way. You pleased that it's out of the way? Be, um, I, no, I look forward to heavy metal, I think. I think they're always good. Do you ever, um, do you ever feel a bit disappointed by what we got? When you sort of think about it, maybe like GNR, maybe something different. But I, I am kind of glad we got it because it was so massive and like it, it was so stamped in the nineties as they were the heavy metal band, weren't they? They were like the big glam heavy metal. Yeah, it, it, it was all about them at one point, wasn't it? So yeah, I think it's only fair that we got them for that. Do you think one day we'll get a big album that me and you actually like enjoy? Re- yeah, <laughs> I really know already. Um, I hope so, man. But as as the decades and the, and the time goes on, the pool of music gets so much bigger. Yeah. So, like, to actually come across what something that we get in this uh, shuffle is it might it might become hard. Yeah, no, I agree. We'll see. We'll well, see. So, so what should what should we go for next then? Right. What have we? Um, so we what have we done? We've done death metal. We've done heavy metal. Yeah. Um, Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm going to suggest. Go on. Industrial. Go on then. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This is interesting. Go on. What have you got? <laughs> I I'll tell you the tags, and you can tell me if you can guess it. Go on. Industrial metal. Dance metal, heavy metal, German. Oh, you've got Ramstein, haven't you? Yep, Ramstein. Oh, Ramstein. Christ. <laughs> what, 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 what album? The, it's, I think it's self-titled, Ramstein. It's, it's got the match on the front. He, he's, yeah. just, he's been accused of a load of stuff, hasn't he? He has been, yeah. Apparently, I mean, he's denying it. And, and um, it's one of them ones where it's kind of he said, she said, so I doubt much will go further, but... It would not surprise it, me it? in the slightest if he. Uh, no, it wouldn't surprise like me, which I know is, you know, it, it, because of the way that they, they are, and it's sort of like. I mean, I'm always going to envision him with the um, the sort of spunking dildo yeah, on the Family the, Values tour. Mate, how was there so much spunk in that? He must have had some sort of. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question. It, it, uh, it went on for so long. There was a lot in there, wasn't there? Um, like for those for those that aren't that don't, aren't aware of this, it was like I think he still does it, but I, I'm not sure. Does but he? he whips out he whips out a cock on stage, obviously a fake one, like an, an erect penis, yeah, and it and it shoots like this kind of watery cum everywhere. But it goes on for so long, you just think, how? Where is he storing that? Because he's caught, he's kind of like walking around. It's not as if he's getting it fed off stage. It, yeah. He, He'll he must have it on have him some somewhere. Sort of, some sort of cafeteria type thing, maybe in his leg, his jeans. It would have to go up like a, quite a substantial way like, no, on I both agree. legs. There yeah, was I so don't much. Know. Maybe <laughs> you're right. I don't know. I don't know. There's, it, it goes on for a good minute, doesn't it? Or more. Or more. more it's worth. More. <laughs> it's worth. <laughs> like if you haven't seen it, watch it on YouTube because it's fucking mental. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I so I've got Ramstein. Ramstein. What, what have you got? Okay. What? Um, okay. I've got. I've got a band that I've never heard of before. Okay. Um, 
and it's a band called Old. Old? O-L-D? O-L-D, the album Formula. Um, okay. It came on Earache. Okay. Um, and, yeah, it looks interesting. I'm intrigued. I've never, ever heard of them. I've never heard of them. I'm just checking them out on Spotify. What was the album, sorry? It's called Formula. Formula. Is it on there? Yeah, 1995. Seven songs, 49 minutes. Okay. This feel, do you know what? This, feel, this is quite cool. This feels a little bit like um, Bloodstar, last, uh, last time we did Industrial. Yeah, like visually, it's got a kind of similar kind of aesthetic with that computer-typed yeah, font. And a, and a band that me and you had never heard of. Yeah, I'm hoping it's as fun as Bloodstar, because for me, that was the, uh, the highlight of the season. That was sort of the MVP, wasn't it? It was, yeah. That, that was like, it took a whole season for Shuffle to unearth something. Yeah, I agree. But it, but it did it. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is the... Maybe, maybe this is the, the one. The Bloodstar so, one. So, what the, so wait, sorry, just go back to the Ramstein. So you got the 1995, did you say? Um, well, what year was it? I don't, I don't know when it came out. Um, it's it the just, debut. Is it Hell's Elite? No, it's self-titled, I believe. It's the one with the match stick on it. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's not their first album. Let's have a look. I'm looking on, you, on Spotify, right, and it says that this one came out in 2019. That can't be right. No, that's got to be like a... Wait a minute, so which one is it? Is it got the guy's face on it with the... No, it's got the match stick on it, but that says 2019. No, I, I think you might have fucked up here, John. Uh, 1990s, industrial. Apparently this came out in 94. I don't know what you've done. No, you've got... That's, that... that can't be right, can it? No, you got it wrong, mate. Did you put 1990s? Yeah, yeah, 1990s are in the, in the no, tags. No, you got it. You got it wrong, my friends. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to go again. I haven't got it wrong. The shuffle's got it wrong. Mm. Okay, so there's been a bit of a mix-up, as we've found that <laughs> this is there so, is. This is shit. <laughs> For some reason, our, our, our trusted uh, shuffle site has has yeah. given me some bad information. Don't and. <laughs> and it didn't, it, apparently that wasn't 1994, Ramstein, Ramstein. We don't know when that came out. Um, it came out in 2019. 2019, yeah. So that's wrong. So I've gone again. I've searched again. Industrial Metal, 1990s. And I have got Bloodstar, anytime, anywhere. Oh, fuck off, really? Yeah. I, I, I'm up for that, though, man. It's quite hard. To, they're quite hard to find their stuff, though, isn't it? Yeah, that is a problem. That is a problem. I'm sure it'll be on YouTube, though. How have we got Bloodstar again? I know, crazy. Wait, did, didn't they ca- only do two albums? Yeah, I think so. And, and apparently this came out on Roadrunner. Wait, so which one did you get? Um, anytime, anywhere. Anytime, anywhere. So, so a, a little um, a bit about it here. It just says, Now that we're living in the shittiest version of cyberpunk, the neon lights and wraparound shades of the early 90s seem mighty appealing. This utterly forgotten, if anybody even noticed them in the first time around, industrial metal classic comes courtesy of three Swiss, Swiss precision engineers who took their countryman Celtic Frost philosophy of anything goes to heart. Long songs about God, whales, suicide covers, a voice barking at you like computerised drums. This was the future. Sounds interesting. Yes, go well. We'll find out next week, won't we? We will, yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. 
Do you the think tags, um, the tags Electro Speed Metal Doom? Yes. Yeah. Maybe we could get someone from Bloodstar on. Swiss. We we'll have to. Yeah, we we'll have to do a bit of a dive, deep dive to find yeah. out. Maybe Bloodstar will become our new favorite band. Look, man. I mean, the first the, the the first album was good, wasn't it? It was good. It was good. All right. Well, so we've got okay. Bloodstar, anytime, anywhere, and what was yours? Old Future. Old. Oh shit! I've lost it. Old formula, and they formula. were so that 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 band. I I didn't realize old stood for old lady drivers, was what it <laughs> really what, what it stands for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, and but that name rings a bell. I, I that, that um, it's not ringing any bells for me. No, no, but I'm excited. They, yeah, they I'm both quite excited. Like they be interested. I enjoyed I enjoyed industrial last time around, and weirdly enough, I was actually listening to um, that ministry album. Were you? Yeah, the other day. Um, it still sounds great, man. Really good. Considering it came out in like 89 or 87 or something, it sounds really fresh. Man, I loved it when we, when we, we listened to it. I thought it was great. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited, man. Industrial. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought it? Um, Not me. I don't want to admit that I kind of fucked up as well doing this <laughs> search. How? Because I... I accidentally put, I put in industrial metal, <laughs> 1990s, but also the, the tag of rock was in there as well. Oh, no. So, I mean, does it still count? Because this one has kind of an industrial metal album. Yeah, I'm willing to give it a count. Yeah? Yeah. All right. How have we fucked up the, oh, the one thing that should be know. easy? I don't know, man. I feel, uh, yeah, I don't know. We, a bit shambolic today, wasn't it? Start the episode trying to be all professional and it literally just went downhill well, towards you, the end. That, that's, what, exact... that's what you get, John. That's what you get for trying. <laughs> it's true. Better to just not try. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's that's just, the sort just... of advice. Yeah, okay. Don't... There's, Don't there's try. to leave with. Don't try. And if you do, just make sure you try a little bit better than the next person. Yeah. Just enough. Yeah. yeah. Be, be better. 